Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Wednesday, March 21st, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. I'm not sure what the hell the skies have in store for us today, but everybody seems to have lost their mind, so I'm not quite sure whether it's a typical panic for Maryland or the real deal. But all schools in the area are closed. City, county, and federal governments are closed. Transit is operating on a normal schedule, but you can expect delays. Trash pickup is on a normal schedule, but you can expect delays. Parking in Annapolis garages are free and open to residents. You will need to have ID to do it. The Pip Moyer Rec Center in Annapolis is closed as well. Again, I don't see it here, so I'm not sure whether this is our typical overblown reaction to the threat of snow, but we will have George Young with DMV Weather really to set us straight a little bit later today. Toward the end of his show last night at Maryland Hall, Robin Trower collapsed on stage and was taken away in an ambulance to an area hospital for treatment. A spokesperson from Ramshead Promotions who put on the show said that Ramshead can provide more detail today when we learn more about Robin's condition. Ramshead sends her well wishes to Robin Trower, who unfortunately fell ill tonight during his performance at Maryland Hall. We will update more on his condition as the information comes in. Trower's official Twitter account was updated by his manager, Derek Sutton, who said that the guitarist had been fighting a flu bug recently and we do wish Robin Trower all the best as he recovers from that. Yesterday the big news was a shooting down in St. Mary's County at Great Mills High School. The shooter has been identified as 17-year-old Austin Wyatt Rollins, a senior at the school. He was declared dead yesterday morning after an engaging the school resource officer in a gunfight. The 17-year-old reportedly shot two people with a handgun, a 14-year-old male student and a 16-year-old female student. The male student is recovering and the female student is still in critical condition. It has been reported that the shooter, as well as the female, did have a history of a prior relationship, and there is more information to come out on that. In an update to a story we told you on February 26, about two people found dead in their home in Odenton, police now have said that Veronique and Charles Jackson are the victims of a murder-suicide. The evidence has pointed out that Veronique having shot and killed Charles, her husband, before turning the weapon on herself. It is still a fluid investigation, and homicide detectives are asking anybody that may have any information that may be of help to give them a call at 410-222-4731. Chesapeake High School is back in the news again in a letter sent home to parents. Principal Stephen Gorski wrote that the school had discovered racial, ethnic, and religious slurs on March 14th written on a toilet seat inside of a boy's bathroom. And then again on March 16th, a racial slur was found carved into a doorway of a first floor classroom. This comes the day after the NAACP, members of the clergy, and black students at Chesapeake High School gathered to tell the news media that they endured daily abuses and humiliations. Anne Arundel County Police said they do have a suspect for the March 14th incident, and charges are pending. However, there is no suspect for the March 16th incident at this point. 
In response to this, the police department did assign a second temporary school resource officer to Chesapeake High School. This is a temporary assignment for eight weeks, and the officer assigned is African-American, which was purposely done in coordination with the county NAACP. The Baltimore Sun is reporting that there are 34 dispensaries now operating in Maryland and Baltimore City. The state has approved 102 of them, and only one currently is in operation in Anne Arundel County, with several more in the works. The next one I believe to open up will be the one on West Street, just outside the border of Annapolis, and by just, I mean about six inches outside the city limits. One thing I did not know is that in addition to doctors, nurse practitioners, dentists, podiatrists, and midwives are able to recommend the use of medical marijuana to their patients as well. Hey, and on that note, stay tuned to the Maryland Crabs podcast. We just got done recording an episode all about medical marijuana, and we spoke with Caroline Phillips, who is the founder and the director and the organizer for the National Cannabis Festival, which is coming up on April 20th. We talked with Professor Shad Ewald from Anne Arundel Community College, who is developing a cannabis curriculum. And we also talked to Matt Kirby, who is one of the owners of Remedy Medical Dispensary in Columbia. So that'll be coming up very soon on the Maryland Crabs podcast. If you're not following that for a podcast, go check it out and give it a rating just like you would normally do for this one. How's that for a horrible plug? Despite all the dire calls for winter weather and snow and all of that stuff, baseball season is very, very close. The Bay Sox have their home opener on April 5th. I will be there and I cannot wait. But they just announced a new initiative to engage our Hispanic population, which has been growing in the area. And this isn't just the Bowie Bay Sox. This is whole minor league baseball across 35 teams. But they have announced a new. And I want to apologize to any of my Hispanic listeners on the way I butcher the Spanish. But they have announced Copa de la Div- which is translates as the Fun Cup, and it's a season-long event series, which is a component of minor league baseball's Estivertido, Ser Un Fan, which translates into It's Fun to Be a Fan, which is an engagement initiative for Hispanic people across the country. Bay Sox will participate with 32 other clubs, and they will have an alternative Hispanic identities for at least five home games during the upcoming season. They will transform into the Cangrejos Fantasmas, which translates as the Ghost Crabs, and will wear specially designed jerseys, caps for at least five games during the upcoming season. Brian Shawcross, the general manager, said the proximity of the various nautical areas nearby, most notably the Chesapeake Bay, provided numerous options for a logo that represents the entire region, not just Bowie. The first time you'll get to see the Ghost Crabs will be on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, versus the Akron Rubber Ducks at 635. It's enough for the news. Let's get into the weather. And while I do joke about our overreaction to the weather, it does appear that it is coming here. We have George Young with DMV Weather, who is going to set us straight on that, coming up right after Sean O'Neill. But if you do want to keep up to speed on what is happening with the weather, make sure you're following us on Twitter at IonAnnapolis or DMV Weather, which is at DMV underscore weather on Twitter. There will be updates put out throughout the day, both in tweets, images, as well as audio. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. 
I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, March 21st. Winter storm warning in effect for Annapolis, all of Anne Arundel County, and all of D.C., Central Maryland, and Northern Virginia today. This storm, phase two of a one-two punch, is admittedly a bit late at this point. It was initially expected to start delivering snow to the Annapolis area somewhere around the 2 a.m. time frame, but that just wasn't the case. But the storm is still on, and all available data, models, and real-time radar loops confirm it. So no, this isn't a bust. If 12 to 24 hours from now it hasn't snowed, then yes, it would be a bust. But at 7 a.m. today, before the storm has even started, with a large storm clearly on the radar about to move over the region, no, it's not a bust. So look for snow throughout much of the day today. Snowfall totals are still expected to be in the 5 to 10 inch range. Although one thing to watch for at this point is the inclusion of sleet, which can naturally cut down on snow totals. And that's not just because it's a late March storm. This can happen at any time of year, especially with coastal storms like this one in which warmer air is being pulled in off the ocean at different levels in the skies above due to the storm's counterclockwise rotation. Bottom line, sit back and watch the show unfold throughout the day today. And if anything drastically changes from this point forward, we'll post an update one way or the other with the details as to what's going on. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Have fun out there. And as always, be safe. Hi, this is Randy. And Claudia Boldiga. Please join us and our presenting sponsor, RXNT, on Saturday, April 28th, on AAMC's South Campus for Denim and Diamonds Bash. Proceeds will benefit mental health and addiction services in our community. Now more than ever, we need to focus on this critical need. The bash sold out last year, so don't delay and join us for this fabulous night under the stars. Can't make the party? You can still help by purchasing a raffle ticket. This year's raffle is a stunning four-piece amethyst jewelry collection donated by Cezanne Jewelers, valued at $5,000. Only 100 tickets will be sold for the raffle, so don't miss out. For event or raffle tickets, go to aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Thanks for your support of Anne Arundel Medical Center's efforts to improve the availability of mental health and addiction services throughout our community. Remember, it's not just a party. It's a party with a purpose. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.